Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be discussing what toxic positivity is, examples and signs of it, why toxic positivity can be negative for people's mental health, and how to avoid giving out toxic positivity. I came across the term toxic positivity while scrolling through social media and I just found it really interesting because what the definition consists of is something I'm sure we're all familiar with but don't know the title um, or didn't know the title was called toxic positivity. At least I know. I definitely did not know this. Um, So according to um, the Very Well Mind website, They said that toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. So it's a good vibes only approach to life. So let's say, for example, if you tell someone that you just got kicked out of school or fired from your job and basically that person that you're telling it to responds with, all like it'll be okay look on the bright side and so even though many of us including myself respond like that to a to all kinds of situations just unintentionally um just by second nature i know a lot of us just do that it's still a form of toxic positivity because it's making the person feel like their situation isn't as big and as important as it is and they're kind of just being put in a position to be strong and positive when they have every right to feel all their emotions and vulnerability Um, And so another example that I actually mentioned in my grief episode um, is so it's like when a close loved one dies and people are like, stay strong, everything will be okay. And from personal experience, as um, well-intentioned as you might be saying that, the absolute last thing a person wants to hear when someone they love just died is stay strong, everything will be okay, because they're still trying to process everything. And those statements just make their grieving process more confusing and difficult. So instead, we really have to work on saying things such as, I'm so sorry for your loss, like, please let me know um, in what ways I can support you through this time, or even just simply a, I'm here for you during this time, because it lets that person know they have a support system and that they are not going through their pain alone. And so another example um, of toxic positivity that I can think of is um, one that I really hate the most um, when people say it to me, um, so I definitely try not to say it to other people, um, is when you're kind of going through some sort of stress or bad time and someone says, just try not to think about it. It's like if I could shut my mind off and not think about it, I would definitely do that. So I feel like it's just very counterproductive when people say things like that, even if like the intention is well, it's just not really that helpful. Um, And I know I've experienced like unintentional 
um, toxic positivity from myself and others. And a lot of the times it has to do with when I'm really sad about not getting a certain opportunity. That's usually when that toxic positivity pops up in my life. Um, and other people, they'll kind of just be like, oh, it'll be okay. Um, you know, maybe next time or it's not meant to be or whatever. And then I just kind of start to suppress my emotions and be like, oh, okay, like it's fine. I'll be okay. It is what it is. And you have to realize at some point, yes, you have to move on from, you know, not getting an opportunity or whatever bad thing has happened to you, but you can't fully move on until your real and raw emotions are validated and you allow yourself to feel it and just let it all out and toxic positivity can even be considered just a form of gaslighting because your feelings are essentially being manipulated by questioning what you should and are feeling and trying to just deny and suppress your real emotions and so I've realized that Sometimes it isn't always another person that pushes that toxic positivity onto us. Sometimes it can be ourselves. Um, and so ways we do it can be like if you're going through a hard time, let's say a breakup, for instance, and you know you're really heartbroken and you're devastated by it, but you tell yourself, I'm fine, it's cool, like I'm not worried about it, when you know you actually are not doing okay. And so I think a lot of toxic positivity is this idea society has put on people to just be strong and everything happens for a reason type of thing. But I think sometimes people just need to be allowed to be emotional. It's okay to not be okay. And I always emphasize that not just on my podcast, but in life in general. That's one of my biggest pieces of advice that I say to people um, because so many people think they have to be okay all the time, but we're human. So we are not going to be okay all the time. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, and nothing is wrong with that humans were made to feel emotions and they shouldn't be suppressed and i will say like yes it is very important to be optimistic and to think positively about life at times um and life should definitely not just be sad all the time and for the sake of your sanity and mental health being positive can be a necessity but there are plenty of times through life where things are not going to be roses and shimmer and shine. So we can't mask those emotions we feel during hard times because it's equally important for us to let out a good cry and just let out any hard emotions we may be feeling when we go through something. Feeling emotions is a natural reaction in any situation. So there is no reason we should hold back on it. And even though like I feel a lot of the time people are not purposely trying to pass off toxic positivity, I think people need to be more aware of doing it because by doing it, you're not giving that person the support they need during a hard time in their life. And instead, you're making them kind of question their emotions. And I'm pretty sure everyone has been on both the telling end where you tell someone some toxic positivity and on the receiving end when someone tells you some toxic positivity um like I know I've definitely probably said some toxic positive things on my podcast and to other people in real life unintentionally because it's kind of a hard habit to break like you don't realize you're doing it like it's 
a hard habit to break because you don't really know that you're doing something wrong um and again like i don't want this to be confused when a person is simply just trying to be uplifting because it's so important to have positive people that uplift others and toxic positivity is more referring to trying to make a person who is sad or angry um, about something feel like they shouldn't be and instead of allowing them to go through those emotions and supporting and uplifting them in that way through it um, instead, it's kind of being suppressed. So that's kind of the difference between, you know, toxic positivity and actually like real positivity that supports and uplifts another person. Um, and I'll kind of like explain a little more um, later in this episode, like some phrases that showcase toxic positivity and alternative ways to phrase it so it can be um, like nicer and it can come off a little better and it'll make a lot more sense uh, when I explain like those phrases and give those examples towards the end of this segment um and I think the um the pandemic and all the horrible things that happened during it has caused a lot of toxic positivity because people you know they were facing racial injustice um having to see and watch black men and women die at the hands of police left and right people's family members and friends were dying the isolation and quick changes just kind of started putting a strain on people's mental health like there were just so many things happening and we would just tell ourselves and other people like it could be worse like let's think on the plus side and you know like of course like you know that's just kind of a natural way I think people think in these situations um and even though these statements could be true and they had good intentions it was an invalidation of the real pain that we felt and it was important to stay positive and do things that made you happy during those times but it was and still is equally important to check in with those painful and negative emotions as well and properly handle them because bottled up emotions can have such a detrimental impact in the long run on yourself and you can also put those bottled up emotions and just explode on other people the very well mind website again they named four main reasons on why toxic positivity is so important to address and why it's so bad and negative for our mental health and so those four reasons that they named are it causes shaming, guilt, it avoids human emotion, and it prevents growth. Um, so let's just kind of break down those four reasons. So the first was toxic positivity causes shaming. So basically it causes shaming because when someone is going through a hard time or something has happened to them and they're filled with so many emotions, they want to be able to talk to someone like a close friend or family member about it. But if their response isn't really that supportive after you pour your heart out about what you're going through, it might make them like it might make that person feel bad for feeling emotional like i know some of y'all have experienced being really upset about something and talking about it with a friend 
and they're just like, I mean, it, it could be worse. It's going to be all right. It kind of hurts a little bit and it makes you think, well, like, am I crazy? Why do I feel this way about the situation? Like, maybe it's not really that deep. Like, you start to kind of question why you're being emotional and you feel a bit invalidated and maybe even like embarrassed that you got upset since other people didn't really support your emotions about a situation you're facing. The next reason was toxic positivity causes guilt. So the reason why a person may feel guilty is because if everyone around them is like, oh, cheer up, think on the positive side, stop crying, stop being sad, eventually you're going to question yourself and feel bad and maybe feel like you're being dramatic when really you're not and all you needed and deserved was to get your feelings acknowledged and it kind of just makes you feel guilty for not being able to be positive which you shouldn't feel bad for that because sometimes we go through things in life where it is really hard to see the positives and the light at the end of the tunnel so don't ever feel bad for not being positive all the time because life truly is not always positive. We all have our bad days. Um, and so then the next reason was toxic positivity causes people to avoid human emotions. So this is just basically um, you've convinced yourself or allowed other people to convince you to just be positive, which has caused you to suppress and dismiss and deny your real emotions, which is unhealthy because you are holding all of that in when instead it would be so much healthier to just release it and to just express it. And the last reason was toxic positivity prevents people from growing. And this is because as hard as some of the things in life we may face are, if we don't allow ourselves to accept and feel those hard emotions and continue to just push them off, um, we will never fully be able to just grow to face harder challenges because we're afraid of dealing with those harder emotions. So like as you can see, these are all like pretty valid reasons as to why toxic positivity can be so detrimental for people's mental health because they are essentially being forced to dismiss feelings that they need to feel in order to heal and grow. So there are many signs of toxic positivity and some of those signs are just feeling guilty for being emotional about something um, another sign is dismissing or hiding your real emotions, maybe because of how others have reacted to your emotions, um, trying to avoid facing your emotions, um, the emotions that you feel about a situation, just trying to avoid it, um, pretending like you don't care about something when you know it has emotionally affected you. Um, shutting down other people who are emotional and trying to make someone feel bad for not being positive or if someone kind of makes you feel bad for not being positive and just insisting you should be positive when you have expressed to them that something has deeply affected you and that's another thing I want to make note of a closed mouth does not get fed so if you're not expressing how emotional something is to you then you can't expect for others to assume if you don't express it or show them 
Now, just because you express emotion doesn't mean that's going to stop people from trying to suppress your feelings with toxic positivity, but at least you know that you did your part by expressing your emotions. So I pretty much like named the main signs of toxic positivity and the gist of it really is that it involves suppressing emotion and being forced to try and cover it with fake positive vibes. Like that's the summary of the signs of it. Um, and now I just want to mention just a few ways to like avoid toxic positivity and just give like a little bit of advice about it. Um, so for one, just be sure to validate feelings. Um, even if you genuinely feel like what a person is going through is not that serious to you and you think they will be fine, be there for them anyways and support them instead of making them dismiss their emotions. Even for yourself, make sure to be honest with your feelings. It is very important to try to maintain a sense of control of your feelings like making sure to not use your negative emotions to be mean to people and things like that but also just make sure you don't dismiss those negative emotions at the same time so ultimately just making sure you keep tabs on the emotions you are having and allowing yourself to genuinely feel those emotions um, don't be afraid to be emotional and to not be happy or positive all the time. We wouldn't be human if we were just happy-go-lucky all the time and felt no other emotion. Um, be sure to listen and, um, just be sure to listen and, again, just validate the feelings of others. Um, even if someone you, like, is telling you how they're feeling about something that happened to them and in your head you're thinking oh like they'll be okay don't say it out loud like try to just offer some helpful and useful advice and just let them know you are there for them because they obviously trust you enough to confide in you so in return you just need to respect the emotions they're entitled to and be the listening ear that they expected you to be and sometimes in certain situations no advice is even really needed or wanted honestly like sometimes people just need a listening ear and someone they can just pour their heart out to and maybe crown their shoulder and know that they have support and I know emotions like they can be confusing but just because um they are confusing just understand that um like as confusing as it can get or how you may feel you are allowed to feel multiple emotions so just understand that yes you may be sad that you had a breakup for example but at the same time you can also feel happy that you're able to move on from that relationship and find yourself um, so no one is meant to be attached to just one emotion all the time. Um, you're allowed to feel multiple emotions at the same time. Like that's definitely normal. Um, and just protect your energy and like the people and messages you let come into your life and get into your head when you are going through something. And it's really important to be just realistic about your feelings and your healing process. It isn't just going to be one straight linear path to growth and healing. There will always be some highs and lows and it is just really a part of life. Um, and talking to like a trusted person or writing out your emotions is a great coping mechanism because it feels so much better than masking how you really feel and saying you're okay when you're not. 
and I know a lot of people are more closed off, but I think talking through emotions is so underrated because lately, when I've said things out loud, not even just to another person all the time, but even like just out loud with myself, I start to connect the dots and I feel relief. And I'm like, oh, like, okay, like now I get where this stems from and, and why I feel so emotional about this and why I feel so passionate about that. And it just becomes a full circle moment for me and it makes it easier to understand my feelings. Um, and just give yourself permission to be vulnerable and validated no matter what emotions you feel. Um, just allow yourself to sit and think and just understand the situation that you're going through. And like, honestly, emotions are just an uncontrollable thing that people experience. But by just trying to push them away and pretend like they're not there, um, it's only hurting yourself more, but it can be hurting the others around you too. And I also just briefly wanted to share some toxic positive phrases that are often said um, and some alternative phrases that are not toxic positive that you can say instead. Um, so, um, and this list co also comes from the website Very Well Mind. Um, and so some toxic positive statements that they listed are just stay positive good vibes only it could be worse things happen for a reason failure isn't an option happiness is a choice and i know many of us have probably said this said some of those things like whether it was to ourselves or to someone else or had it said to us by someone else without ill intent but some alternative ways to say those phrases that are not toxic positive are saying i'm listening i'm here no matter what that must be really hard like some sometimes bad things happen how can i help um failure is sometimes part of life your feelings are valid um, and so now before I end this segment, I just want to say, don't feel bad if you've ever said something toxic positive. It is usually just an unintentional thing. Um, it's just something to be aware of um, in the future because um, everyone's feelings, no matter how small or big, no matter how negative or positive the emotion is, it is still validated and needs to be validated and again like please continue to spread positivity it's great to think positive but don't let thinking positive cause you to start to just completely shut out any negative feelings or to invalidate the feelings of others it is healthier to accept and feel whatever you are feeling emotions and learning how to cope with them is helping you understand yourself others and the world around you um, better so um, having the full just human experience means the good and the bad and a part of being human is having emotions so never suppress them it's truly okay to not be okay all the time so now into the let's discuss segment so as most of you know um the Derek Chauvin murder trial has started this week and that's the officer who killed George Floyd by putting his knee in his neck for what we now know was for nine minutes and 29 seconds and not eight minutes and 46 seconds, which we originally thought just further making this case worse. Um, and I'm just going to try to keep this brief because I could really go on about just how infuriating this trial is. Like this was a 
cold-blooded murder and that's it and I've just been watching the trial for a few days now and I've like tried to tell myself you know what don't even watch it don't even like you know work yourself up but like I just can't help but to watch this and every time I just watch the officer's defense attorney go up I get so angry because he's just so condescending and so just like cutthroat and I know it's his job but I mean like how heartless can you be to watch the video in court you know obviously watch the video beforehand and you still decided that you were going to be this person's defense attorney and not only watching the video in court but you watch every single victim from grown men to 17 year old girls to a literal nine-year-old girl witness cry in court over what they saw and you just sit here and remain insensitive and it's just disgusting to watch and I agree with what a lot of people are saying which is that George Floyd is not the one that's on trial and they're really pushing the narrative to be that way um and so this man like he he isn't even alive to tell his story and people are just going to sit here and say it was because he was a drug addict that has nothing to do with it this man didn't just happen to coincidentally overdose on drugs at the exact moment he was being choked to death like it just that didn't happen and I'm just disgusted at the division that has happened in the country where this is like there's so much hatred in some people's heart that they would rather sit here and believe this man shouldn't have did drugs so he wouldn't be in that situation it's just such an irrational way of thinking um and for the police officer's own boss to come in and testify against him and say this isn't a part of the training he was taught and since george floyd was already in handcuffs with a total of four officers detaining him there was no reason for him for the officer to be on him like that i'm like you're like for this person's boss to come in like what more did you even like do you need to even hear um and like for an entire nine minutes and 29 seconds like I just come on and the video like in the video like the officer is literally looking at George Floyd as he died and he pushed his knee deeper into his neck and it's like you are on top of someone like when you are on top of someone you will feel their body breathing in and out and you can see you know their body breathing in and out so for this officer to be on top of him feeling him breathe in and out and at some point you stop feeling that motion you stop seeing like the inhale exhale motion going on and you decide Hmm, you know what like let me dig into his neck a little longer a little deeper as you stare at him suffering with just this evil look in your eye like there's just no excuse for it and for his fellow officers to just not do anything not one person out of the other three officers had any heart to be like get up like get off of him okay like it's enough like get off it's like they're so afraid of getting into an altercation with their co-worker that they'd rather watch them take a life instead of stopping them and then for like the 
officer to be looking completely stoic every time the camera in court pans over to him during the court like during the court trial um it just makes matters worse because it's like okay so you really like genuinely in your soul have no remorse to this day like i understand trying to keep it together and like remain professional whatever but your professionalism went out the door that day so it like no like, you're just sitting here stoic no emotion whatsoever um but anyways i'm just gonna end it there because i just i have so many raw feelings about this trial um but i really hope that this jury sees that no matter what george floyd did in his life his past whatever that had nothing to do with him being choked to death like that's just the bottom line and justice needs to be served like it has to just be served because even though that officer will probably never in his life have to experience dying a slow painful death like that while screaming out in pain and screaming for his mom the least he can do is just serve a lifelong prison sentence or however long his prison sentence like whatever the max is supposed to be that's the least he can do and so now into the heart to heart segment The Motivation Monday quote of the week was, just because no one can heal or do your inner work for you doesn't mean you can, should, or need to do it alone. So I thought this quote was perfect for this toxic positivity episode because it fits right into what I was saying throughout the episode. Even though you may be, you know, going through something that is hard and is emotional for you and it's up to you to receive that inner healing from it, it doesn't mean you need to do it alone. You deserve to be able to express your feelings out loud and get the support and validation you need to get through it. So never like feel afraid to reach out to people when you are hurting because if it's the right person and they truly loved and supported you, they would be there for you. And even though we all are ultimately responsible for our own healing and getting a little bit of aid, support and encouragement on that journey can be helpful in the pro in the healing process. Um, so never suppress your emotions to a point where you feel like you have to deal with something alone because even just saying what you feel out loud to one, one other person can be a breakthrough moment for you to put some meaning and understanding behind why you feel the way you do about something. So always keep in mind that you can be positive and optimistic and heal from things, but understand that you are not alone and you don't and shouldn't dismiss your feelings just just because they are not positive. Never be afraid to ask for help, guidance, or support. And just know like your feelings are valid even if they are negative emotions because just by human nature, we are not perfect. So therefore our emotions won't always reflect perfection and happiness either. And that's okay, but that's what makes us human and that's what helps us learn to grow from what we've been through. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight.